Hello and welcome back. We are in episode, I think, four this is, of the Done With Diets podcast. I've been really enjoying doing these, bringing you education, information, and tools to help you on your journey. So I hope that you are learning something from uh, these episodes and that you are enjoying them just as much as I am. Now, today's episode, we are going to jam on the topic of weight loss versus fat loss. What is the difference between weight and fat and why you should know them? And I wanted to start off by mentioning that in the previous episode, I discussed the potential risks of being in an extreme calorie deficit, one of those risks being a loss of lean body mass. And I wanted to explain to you what is lean body mass. Your lean body mass consists of your muscle tissue, your bones, organs, blood, and everything that is basically essential for your body. So your skeletal structure and your muscle and the bone, or excuse me, the blood and organs that are within those structures. That is what I mean by your lean body mass. So when we are talking about your weight, the number that you see when you step on the scale, this is taking in in someone's entirety uh, a mass. So it's not just their lean body mass. Uh, it also consists of your fat and your water weight too. So you, when you step on that scale, you're seeing what your body weighs just entirety. You, it's not telling you fat percentages. And that's the difference. Fat is strictly just the fat on one's body. Now, uh, there is a percentage to uh, an essential percentage of body fat that individuals need. And it will depend on the gender of the individual. So for males, anywhere from 2 to 5% of body fat is essential for just different purposes of hormone function and thriving and living and surviving. But for women, because we are meant to bear children and we're just a little bit different with anatomy, then we need anywhere from 10 to 13% of essential body fat. But typically the average American has more than that uh, body fat carrying on their body. And the potential risks of having too much body fat can create many different health concerns. So it can not only just create aches and pains in your body, but it can also cause high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, stroke, breathing problems, sleeping disorders, and an overall overall low quality um, of life. So there is a potential risk of being overweight, having too much body fat. And I know a lot of the times when individuals are striving to lose weight, it's typically for aesthetics and visual purposes. And not to say that's wrong, but I also think it's important and necessary to discuss that being overweight, you know, and and trying to lose weight, it doesn't always have to be about your looks. It should be you know, be about your health and your quality of life and longevity of life, because that's really what you're risking is 
all of these potential concerns for your health down the line. You might not be experiencing any pain or side effects of being overweight at this point, but you know, years of that, if it's not something you address or manage, then you're running the risk of these different factors and, and some others as well that I haven't mentioned. So just wanted to mention that some fat is essential for both men and women, but being overweight can create, create different health problems. And to point out, you know, what is considered underweight, normal, uh, overweight or obese is going to be an individual's body mass index. What this is, is it's an estimation of one's weight to height ratio. So how much someone weighs compared to their height is going to determine what range they fall within. A high BMI, a high body mass index, is a sign of an indiv- individual that has too much fat on their body. And the range that considered someone obese is going to be 30 or more. Having a BMI of um, 25 to 29.9 would consider an individual overweight. A normal range to be within is 18.5 anywhere from there to 24.9. But there is such a thing as having too low of uh, a BMI and body fat percentage, and this is below 18.5. The There are some potential health problems being underweight as well. Bone loss, decreased immune function, anemia, just to name a few. So really, ideally, to be in a normal and what's considered healthy body mass index, your weight to height ratio, is 18.5 to 24.9. If you are above that range or below that range, you are running the risk of potential health concerns. Now, the one thing that I have a problem with when an individual is looking at their BMI and maybe they're striving to get within a healthy, normal range, is that it's not going to be the best or always a good indicator of an individual's health because it doesn't take into account one's muscle mass. So for an example, if you look at a bodybuilder, someone who is very lean, they don't carry much fat on their body, but they have lots of muscle, their weight might be considered high for their height range, but it's not taking into into account their muscle mass, so it might be telling them that they're overweight or even obese, yet this individual has a very low body fat percentage. I hope that makes sense. So obviously, not all of us are walking around as bodybuilders with high muscle mass and low body fat percentage. So a BMI, the body mass index indicator, can be okay for the average individual who might not be strength training or is doing a little bit of strength training. So yes, it can be a tool to help identify where you fall and if you do run the risk of potential health effects, but also keep in mind that it's just an estimation based off of your height and your weight, not taking into account your muscle mass. So to go back to body fat percentage, 
how you can identify what your body fat percentage is at and determine if you are carrying more than what's essential or less than what's essential. There's going to be a few different methods that you can use to determine that. Some to uh, give you a list of an idea of what you can use would be skin fold calipers, uh, body fat, or excuse me, body circumference measurements, DEXA scans, bod pods, 3D body scanners. But the most common method that's utilized and what you probably have in your home scale, if you do have a scale at home that measures your body fat percentage, it's using bioelectrical impedance analysis. That's a little bit of a mouthful, so BIA for short is how you can determine your body fat percentage. And what the BIA is, if you have that at your home scale or you're utilizing a tool to help you determine that, it basically sends an electrical current through your body and determines your body fat and your um, muscle mass. So I will say that the BIA method is not the most accurate and not going to be the best method to determine your body fat percentage. However, like I mentioned, it is the most common one. So there's not really a huge issue with using that if that's what you have access to. What I will say is that whatever method you use to determine your body fat is just be consistent with it. So if that's what you've been utilizing you know, throughout your journey or if that's what you have access to at home, just be consistent with it. So it, it might not give you 100% accuracy, but at least you have an idea or a close proximity of where your body fat um, might be around. Okay, so why am I sharing all of this information with you and why am I explaining the difference between weight and fat? Why I am telling you that is because I spoke in the previous episode about the potential risk of being in an extreme calorie deficit is the loss of lean body mass. Now, when an individual is seeing extreme or rapid weight loss, they're typically not just losing fat because your weight, if we can recall from a few minutes ago, is not just fat, it's also your water weight and your lean body mass. So when someone is losing rapid weight loss, they're typically seeing a lot more water weight than fat loss. And for health purposes and for aesthetic purposes, what we truly want to see is fat loss. So that is why it's important to differentiate the two and discuss what that difference is. Because you don't want to be losing your lean body mass because that's your muscles, your bones, your blood, your necessary things your body needs for optimal health and function. And again, if you're going after a certain look and you want to be toned or defined or have muscle, then you're going to need to maintain those things. So again, don't enter an extreme calorie deficit. Maintain your lean body mass by entering a deficit at a small incremental uh, a rate and that way you're going to see more fat loss over time and not all of it so when you're stepping on the scale just know that your weight can and will fluctuate day to day because your weight is taking into account everything it's going to be your 
um, water. It's going to be your food. It might fluctuate from inflammation. So if you just worked out a day or two ago and your body is sore from that, it's going to recover it. It's going to be inflamed. So that's going to be your muscles holding on to water and reaching for nutrients. So that can cause a spike in the scale as well. So that is why I am always trying to help my clients not cling on to that number on the scale and educate them on why the scale is just a tool is because it's not giving you the full picture. And now I'm kind of diving into the scale and I don't want to go down that path too much, but that is the difference between weight and fat is your weight takes into account everything. Your fat is just your fat. When you are looking to lose weight, you want to be looking to lose fat primarily while maintaining your lean body mass. How you can determine your body fat percentage is through a few different methods. Go online, see if there's a facility around you that might have a more accurate um, method that you could use. And if not, if you don't have access to that or don't want to pay for something like that, then just use a home scale if you have that at home, knowing it's not going to be 100% accurate, but consistency is key. You're going to hear me say that a lot, by the way. (laughs) And um, you can also determine what, what your health status is at by your BMI, your body mass index, keeping into account the different ranges to fall within but also understanding that it's not always the best identifier because it's not taking into account your muscle mass. So that was a lot of information and I hope you found it interesting and useful. And what I want to leave you with is, well, actually what I wanted to point out to you is that in the last few episodes and even I'm sure in this one, I've referred to weight loss and fat loss. But when I'm speaking about this, I want you to know that I'm speaking about fat loss. I know we want to see that number go down on the scale, but we want to see that primarily coming from fat. So I'll use the terms interchangeably just because weight is typically what we talk about and what we see. But yes, that is the difference between weight loss and fat loss and all of the things that come along with it. Thank you for tuning in. I so so appreciate you being here and if you enjoyed it please leave me a review so I know leave me some stars so I can continue sharing information education to help you on your journey and if you want to hear more from me go on my Instagram look me up at Bethy Strand B-E-T-H-Y-S-T-R-A-N-D where you can see more of me And you will see me in the next episode. I look forward to it and have a great rest of your day.